yang hidup yang panas Haleluya Amen Give me a high five and smile to him Haleluya Just smile, just smile Just smile, Haleluya As you are smiling at him May the atmosphere of the kingdom Smile at him Haleluya Amen, our God is a wonderful God Haleluya You will never leave us nor forsake us Haleluya Father, I've already ministered. Hallelujah. So I just want to greet you amen, in a special way. And then just uh, encourage one another. Hallelujah. Amen. And then God is going to bless us all. Hallelujah. I uh, just want to honor once again. Hallelujah. Each and everybody in this uh, a special way in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to honor again the presence of Mama Tika and Papa. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, you know, whenever there are servants of God, there is another grace that he they can give Nyara. Let me just leave it for myself. But we just want to celebrate them and welcome them once again in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We just want to honor God in a special way. Hallelujah. We just want to honor God and to celebrate the founder, hallelujah, of Royal Kingdom members. Thank God because he's in the house. Hallelujah. We want to greet and to welcome our father, Prophet Martin, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Hallelujah. 
without much wasting of our time, hallelujah. I just want us to go into the book of this Samuel, hallelujah. I just want to go into the book of this Samuel. Uh, I, I, I'm not a, but I've always have one scripture to preach, but I preach it in different ways, hallelujah. Amen. I've been ministering this story for a long time, hallelujah. And I'm going to, to go there once again, hallelujah. 1 Samuel 14, hallelujah. Our God is a very good God, amen. 1 Samuel, I'm just going to go. On chapter 14, hallelujah. Our God is a very good God. He will never leave us nor forsake us, hallelujah. He is a wonderful God, hallelujah. He is a perfect God, amen. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. First Samuel 14, uh, from, I just want to read from verse 8, hallelujah. I'm going to read from verse 8 in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. And then the word of God goes like this. Hallelujah. Then said Jonathan, Behold, we will pass over unto these men, and we will discover and we will discover ourselves unto them. If they say thus unto us, tarry until we come to you then we will stand still in our place and we will not go up unto them but if they say come up unto us then we will go up for the lord hath delivered them unto our hand hallelujah and this shall be a sign unto us hallelujah and this shall be a sign unto us and both of them discovered themselves unto the garrison of the Philistines. And the Philistines said, Behold the Hebrews come forth out of the walls where they had hide themselves. And the men of the garrison answered Jonathan, of the garrisons, answered Jonathan and his armor bearer and said, Come up to us, hallelujah, and we will show you a thing. And Jonathan said unto his armor bearer, Come up after me, for the Lord has delivered them unto the hand of the Israelites. Hallelujah. Amen. Ah, I like this story. Amen. And then I just want to go again into the book of Samuel. Let's just quickly go into chapter 17. Hallelujah. Let's go into chapter 17. Hallelujah. Mm. Chapter 17. I believe I'm going to read. Yeah, 17. I'm going to read 46. This day, from verse 6, chapter 17, verse 46, hallelujah. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the forms of the earth and to the wild beast of the earth and all the earth may know that there is God in Israel. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 
and then I'm just going to skip some scriptures, hallelujah. And then verse 46 it says, And it came to pass, when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hastened and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag, and took thence a stone and slain it, and smote the Philistine on his forehead. That the stone sank into his forehead, and he fell upon his face on earth. Hallelujah. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone, and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. And slew him, but there was no sword in his head. The secret was going to, and I believe, was placed in the following scripture. But the word of God it says, and he slew him before they told us what he uses to slow. Which means slaughter is already done somewhere. Hallelujah. Therefore, David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of his shed thereof and slew him and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. Hallelujah. Amen. Our God is a very good God. Hallelujah. Um, uh, today, because of the grace, hallelujah, uh, and our Father has been uh, digging the ground, softening uh, for us, hallelujah, but I just want to honor uh, our father once again, uh, Father Tsika, hallelujah, Father Tsika, amen, is uh, going to pray for us and bless the readings of the word in Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, bless you, we honor you. We pray, O oh God, touch our ears to hear your word. Open up our spirits, O oh God, to receive your word. May this word of God fall on good ground. Bring forth a hundredfold fruit from our lives. Father, may our lives be changed by the power of your word. May our lives be renewed by the power of your word. May we never remain the same after the preaching of your word. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let us celebrate Jesus, hallelujah. Let us celebrate Jesus, hallelujah. Uh, our God is a very good God, hallelujah. He will never leave us, nor forsake us, hallelujah. Amen. That was my message, hallelujah. Amen. That was my message, hallelujah. Uh, but let me just share with you something that came into my thoughts when I was listening to my message, hallelujah. Amen. Uh, our God is a very good God, amen. He will never leave us, nor forsake us, hallelujah. Um, as I was praying, seeking the face of God, hallelujah, God, what can I share, hallelujah, and deposit into, into our hearts, hallelujah, so that we can be empowered, hallelujah. This is what God has given me, hallelujah, and I believe it is going to transform and to bless you once again, hallelujah. The word of God in the book of 1 Samuel, hallelujah, uh, chapter 14 from verse 8, hallelujah. it talks about Jonathan, hallelujah. He talks about Jonathan. I just called Jonathan and David, hallelujah. Because as I was reading, there are certain things that I saw that were similar to them, hallelujah. And I said, but I God, why? And then by the time time goes on, hallelujah. Yeah, and then the word of God is saying the soul, the spirit of Jonathan was so attached to David, hallelujah. Amen. But this happened before, hallelujah. David was uh, recognized. 
when Jonathan, because I believe Jonathan, he, uh, he started to enter into the battlefield before David. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. But as we read this story in the book of Samuel chapter 14, if you read it from the previous year, you heard that it came to pass that a certain time, hallelujah, uh, it came to pass that he saw his father, hallelujah, name. they went into a battlefield and they fought with them. I believe it was the Philistines and they overcome them, hallelujah. And it came to pass, I'm just going to touch their leaf, they touch their leaf, they hallelujah. That after so is overcome it, hallelujah. At a certain point, hallelujah, the word of God it says, hallelujah, there was a prophetic word which Samuel has released unto Saul, hallelujah, to wait for seven days, hallelujah, until um the prophet Samuel comes back, hallelujah, unto Saul, hallelujah. But the word of God, if you read further, it says, and then Saul so he waited. And waited for seven days. But during his time of waiting, it came to pass that he started to see people like they were getting weary and they started to go out, out and leave him. Hallelujah. And by so doing, hallelujah, instead of keep on waiting, hallelujah, and obeying the voice of uh, of the prophet, hallelujah, he said to himself, hallelujah, let me just build an altar, hallelujah, and make a sacrifice. Hallelujah. Amen. Because he saw that people was now going away from him. And then by so doing, hallelujah, the word of God says while he was busy with that, while he was busy, hallelujah, and then now the prophet appeared and he started to come towards him, hallelujah. And he started to say to him, why have you done that? Why have you disobeyed God? Hallelujah. You failed just to wait for me, hallelujah. Why? You know, the king, Jesus Christ, the word of God, he goes further and he said now, the throne, hallelujah, is going to be taken away from you, hallelujah, and it's going to be given, hallelujah, to a certain man after God's own heart, hallelujah. And it was talking about David, hallelujah. Amen. And after so, the word of God it says, and you read again in chapter 14 that now when you see that so now he was gathering uh, with their troops waiting or they were hiding, not sure, hallelujah. And the word of God it goes further and it says, and then Jonathan he was just sitting, hallelujah. And he said to his Amabiera, uh, hey, we are just sitting here, like, why? Don't us just go into the kings of the Philistine, hallelujah, and see what will happen, hallelujah. Amen. The word of God, hallelujah, why are we afraid, hallelujah? It says, and then the hour of Jonathan is just saying, whatsoever that comes into your mind, I shall obey, hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because you are ahead of me and I am behind you, amen. So whatsoever that will come into your mind, I, I shall obey, hallelujah. And then it came to pass that... Uh, Jonathan, he just moved and disappeared from the cave. The father doesn't know where he is. All the Israelites doesn't know where Jonathan is. Hallelujah. He just moved away. Where is he going? He's going to the battlefield. And the Philistines, they are saying that ah, the Israelites have hidden right now. They are on hiding. They are on hiding. But so he just did. Jonathan, he decided just to sneak 
and then he moves out. Hallelujah. Amen. As he was moved out, there is this thing that he said, Hallelujah, to his servant, Hallelujah. He said, Let us manifest unto them Philistines, Hallelujah. If they say unto us, Wait, and we will come there to meet you, Hallelujah. We are going to stand still. Hallelujah. But if they say, Come up here, Hallelujah. We are going to go up, and that is going to be the sign that God has already delivered them unto us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. But if they are going to say, Wait here, we are going to wait and stand still. But if they say, Come up here, Hallelujah. We are going to go and that is going to be the sign that God is going is he has already delivered the Philistines unto our hands. Hallelujah. Amen. And then Jonathan as per his ways, the word of God says he goes as he was going. And then they manifest themselves unto the Philistines. To cut the short story, hallelujah. The, the story short, the short story. To cut the story short, hallelujah. The word of God says, and then the armies on the garrison they saw him, hallelujah. And they said unto him, Come out, leader. And then he just said unto his Amadira, You know what? Follow me, and we are going up. God has already given us the beat. Hallelujah. And then that was the way God delivered the Israelites or the way God gave them victory that day. Hallelujah. And we see once again into the book of uh, going back again to, uh, to Samuel chapter 7. I like David uh, too much. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at what is happening right now. David, his father is sending him. Go and give your father, your, your, your brother this bread. And then he obeyed his father. And then he goes and he gives, uh, he takes the bread and go to the battlefield. But when he arrived at the battlefield, hallelujah, he did what his father sent him to do, hallelujah. But he looked at the situation, the atmosphere that was in the, uh, around the battlefield, hallelujah. And Something within him started to charge up, hallelujah. Amen. And then the word of God goes further, and then the Philistine rose up, hallelujah. And when the Philistine rose up, he started to speak the way he used to speak for 40 days, 40 nights before, hallelujah. Uh, is there anyone in Israel who can stand up, come and fight me? If you are going to defeat me, yeah, we are going to be your slaves. But if I'm going to defeat you, we are going to be our slaves, hallelujah. Yeah. You servants of so come up either because he was a giant hallelujah so is terrified the brothers of david are terrified everyone in the camp is terrified a shepherd boy just arrived and he's listening to this guy and he's, he's listening hallelujah something you know david david man i like this and may god give you the heart of david something within himself he just said but where is this uncircumcised Philistine that is, he can speak against the armies of the living God the way he is speaking? Yeah. Hallelujah. I will read this story. We know everybody knows this area. Where is this Philistine? Hallelujah. And then he said, What 
shall be done. The Philistine who is going to uh, to a person who is going to defeat this Philistine. And then a prize was nominated. Hallelujah. A woman is going to be given unto you. Uh, your, your house is going to be uh, out of tax. You are not going to be paying tax. And, uh, and he said, yeah, prize. Amen. But one thing that I like is where I read. Hallelujah. Because that way the similarities of Jonathan and Solomon, I just noticed it when I was reading. The word of God it says, and then David, um, David, and then David, after he had heard everything that is going to be done, hallelujah, he made a decision within himself. And he said, I'm going to fight with this Philistine, hallelujah. You know, there is a revelation that God revealed to me. When God, when Saul was asking David about, or when David was talking, um, when David was talking to Saul, hallelujah, names, he talks about what God did while he was in the field, hallelujah. And he told him that a bear and a lion come want to steal my father's sheep. And I go out, I slew it, and I kill it, take my father's sheep away, hallelujah. With this uncircumcised Philistine, that was how he spoke to Saul. And to Saul, he told him a testimony, hallelujah. But after he was told a testimony, man, and then Saul, he said, okay, let me prepare you for the battle that is, that is ahead of you. And then when Saul is trying to prepare him for the battle ahead of him, hallelujah, because you have told me about your testimony, I see you have got uh, the guts to go to the, but let me prepare you. The word of God says, and then David said, no man, I try, prepare me, let me see. As he was preparing, putting on his armor, I said, no man, this I have not proved it, man. Yeah. I cannot go, not go with this, hallelujah. Amen. He just removed and said, let me just take what I know how to use, hallelujah. hallelujah. A sling and a, and a stone, hallelujah. hallelujah. And then he goes, and the word of God it says, now when he was coming to Goliath, hallelujah, hallelujah. now he is in the battlefield, hallelujah. Mm. When he was looking to the situation, hallelujah, the word of God it says, I'm about to finish. So, Go with me here and never miss me. Because if you miss me, you'll never catch me. The word of God, it says, hallelujah. And then David now, and so he told him a testimony. But now he's facing the situation now, hallelujah. As he's going to the situation, the word of God, it says, David, he said, unto Goliath, you come to me with your whatsoever eyes. Everything, uh, your spear, your everything that you are carrying as a warrior. But unto me, I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. And he started, hallelujah, to go towards him. And before he arrived at the edge, at Goliath, the word of God says he started to prophesy. Hallelujah. That was my first time to hear him, David, prophesy. What was the prophecy? He said, that as I am coming to you, hallelujah, I am going to kill you. And when I kill you, I'm going to cut off your head. After I cut off your head, hallelujah, and then he prophesied and said, after I cut off your head, hallelujah, and then all these uh, Philistines, they are going to be food of the, you know, food of the vultures in this field. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what the word of God. So I started to realize, good man, there is a secret 
of victory that was behind Jonathan and that was also in David. Hallelujah. Why? These people, they have got the ability to prophesy to their victory even before. Hallelujah. And the word of God, it says, Jonathan, hallelujah, he said unto himself, if they say, come up hither, we know that it is a victory. So the moment they said unto him, come up hither, he goes up and he started to kill and to sleep because he have already prophesied and he said, my coming up unto them is my victory because it is a sign, hallelujah. The word of God it said, Hallelujah. He prophesied unto Goliath. As you are coming unto me, there is something that I'm going to do behind. What is that? When you read say that the word of God it said, and then David, and then David, hallelujah. Let me just go back to the scriptures. Let's just go back to the word to the word of God, hallelujah. In chapter 17. And the word of God says, and David put his hand in his bag, and he took them for a stone and slang it, and smote the Philistine in his forehead, that the stone stank into the forehead, and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone, and smote the Philistine and slew him, but there was no sword in his head. The word of God says, and David, he prevailed, hallelujah, with a stone and a sling, and he slew Goliath, hallelujah, but there was no sword in his head. So I was questioning God, what was the slaughter taking place here? And he said, you shall see it manifest into the next verse, hallelujah, because David, he killed Goliath before Goliath died. Alleluia. And he cut over the head of Goliath before Goliath died. Hallelujah. He prophesied everything. His victory was already laid up. So he was just running to the manifestation. As he faced Goliath, he was now operating under the prophetic weight of his own weight. Hallelujah. Most of us people, hallelujah, we are failing, hallelujah, in this life. Why? Because we are failing to prophesy into the future the victory that we want to see. We are failing to prophesy to the future the victory that we want to see. Hallelujah. We can pray and we have testimonies. God has used my mind. God has delivered me here. God has done this. But when the situation comes on face to face with us, we are failing to prophesy what is behind the situation. And then start to walk in the future of our prophecy. The word of God says, Jonathan, he said, hallelujah, if they were just going to say unto us, come up with them, which means before, even they told him, he have already had something in his spirit that our my victory is when these people call me. But if they are not going to call me, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm just going to stand still. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. We are just going to stand still. But when they say come up either, I know God is with us and that's our victory. He told his servant that he was prophesied to his victory. Most of us we are failing because we are not prophesying to our victories. We have got testimonies of what God has done into our lives. Yeah. 
We have seen God moving. Hallelujah. Amen. We have seen Jesus Christ delivering people. Amen. We have seen things happening. Hallelujah. Amen. But we have got a testimony. When people talk about it, when people start to ask about certain things, you have got a testimony. I know you can tell, but since I started to get into Royal Kingdom members, you know their lives have changed. Look at how they dress. Look at how they, they look. They have changed. Totally changed. Okay. These children of working members, they have changed. I tell you. Hallelujah. Why? It is a testimony. Because that's what they are seeing. But when the children of Royal Kingdom Embassy come to a moment whereby they are face to face with the child, are we managing, hallelujah, to go and see behind the Goliath and start to prophesy so that we can walk into our feet through the prophetic word of our mouth. Because I started to see that victory name. You attain it because you have spoken it. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. They have overcome through the word of their testimony. Hallelujah. Ah. Hallelujah. Your victory name, you attain it because you prophesy it. What you desire in life, hallelujah. If you are looking at your situation right now, that I am at a certain tender age, but when I look to the type of man who is coming and approaching me and say, I love you, I love you, these types of men, they are not marriage type of people. And then now, you are you no longer have hope in your mind, even within yourself, you are not even now prophesying. You are now seeing defeat in your life and say, no man, which means I'm not a type kind of a married person. Hallelujah. I cannot be married. Why these kind of people? But God now he has come with the message. Hallelujah. And he said the what the thing that you want to see in your life. Hallelujah. It is not in the people who are manifesting around you. Hallelujah. But it is hidden behind the prophetic word that you are carrying the thing in your situation. Hallelujah. That you want in your life, whether it is pertaining financial business, hallelujah. Amen. Some of us we have been crying because our customers they are not paying the way we want. The reason is because the first time you went to your customer, hallelujah, he taught you and he revealed a certain character. So now when you approach him, you know that there is this thing money behind you. This one does not pay you. Go to him with it out, hallelujah. And then the same thing that you go with him, you will not pay you. But if you are an individual, hallelujah, who is listening to me with an ear, hallelujah, listen and listen to me careful, hallelujah. Change the way you see things, hallelujah. The polarity that you are seeing on front of you, hallelujah, is not the result of the situation, hallelujah, but the result of whatsoever that is going to come out here. It is based on your prophetic word that you are going to speak pertaining the situation, hallelujah. Say this one is now becoming a pair in this season. No matter what is going to happen, I is going to give me money because I see money flowing in my account uh, like rivers flowing. There. Hallelujah. And then there is no chance because you are a royal priesthood. Hallelujah. There is God in you. Hallelujah. He is ready to run with your word. If you are speaking in faith, hallelujah, and make sure whatsoever that you have declared, it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. God cannot allow Goliath to stand on front of you so that he may defeat you. 
Yeah. What can allow Goliath to stand on front so that you may prophesy what you are going to do to your Goliath so that you may walk in there? Road of your victory through your prophecy. Amen. What you want to see happening in your future is now in your time. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because you are going to prophesy it and start to walk it. People, people, listen and listen to me carefully. Hallelujah. Do not prophesy things that you do not want uh, to see them manifesting. Yeah. Because there is God in you and there is the devil who is against you. Hallelujah. Yes. The devil who is against you, hallelujah, is very, very closer. Because whenever you start to speak things which are contrary to what you are praying for, he is that quickly to run with it. Because it is his territory that we are walking on. So once you start to speak negative things pertaining the situation, know that what you are now attracting yeah. those things to come into your life, hallelujah. There is an anointing, hallelujah. I believe that God is released, hallelujah, which is going to say, prophesy and I will do it, hallelujah. Speak and it shall be established, hallelujah, hallelujah. So we are supposed to enter into a realm whereby we will move in power, whereby we will speak things and it will manifest, hallelujah. God, when Jesus Christ died, I believe he died for us to be like him, hallelujah. Nothing of this world limited our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Nothing of this world limited our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. So we have got this grace. Uh, we know we are running and we are being perfected by the grace of God and through the Holy Spirit to attain the exact thing which was in Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. But by the grace of God, hallelujah, we are going to reach it, we are going to touch it, and we are going to run with it perfectly. Hallelujah. Our God is a very good God. You will never leave us nor forsake us. You will never leave us nor forsake us. Hallelujah. God wants us to walk in victory. Hallelujah. And he wants us to move also in power. Hallelujah. But the only way I was just laying a foundation. Hallelujah. Of you to understand where God wants you to be and how God wants you to operate. Hallelujah. If we read perfectly the word of God, it says, After David, he have told Saul his testimony. The brothers of David, hallelujah, they were there, but they did not have power over David. Even though they were coming from the same family. Why? Because amongst them there was an authority. Hallelujah. And the authority that was amongst them, hallelujah, it was so. Hallelujah. So for David, hallelujah, to do whatsoever that he was supposed to do, hallelujah, you were supposed to get an allowance, or you were supposed to be allowed to do it by Saul. No matter how prophetic David was, and how he despised anything, hallelujah, Saul was supposed to say something upon David. So that he might go and fight well. If so, he said, No, I believe if so, say.
David. Uh, I know what you are saying is the truth. A lion, a paper, this Goliath is very, very, very uh, big and is well trained. I don't think it is worthy for you to go. Let us just wait and find another solution. You are too young. Your brothers are here, they are afraid. You are too young. Hallelujah. And then the issue will end there. David was not going to fight with Goliath. Why? Because Goliath, you are standing there as an authority representing another kingdom. Hallelujah. And so, you was also an authority representing another kingdom. Even though because you trespassed against God and disobeyed him. And God, he said now, I am going to take away, hallelujah, the grace of your kingship and put it upon somebody. Hallelujah. But David, I believe this is where most of us we are failing or our eyes has been closed by the devil to see uh, how we are supposed to see behind our situations. May God help me to expose and to express it is perfect. The word of God it says, David, so he even tried and said, take my own things and then go. That was a way of saying, I'm allowing you wholeheartedly yeah. to do this. Do it even with my own strength. Do it and everything that I have because of your energy and confidence. I can, I allow you, David, just go and do it. David was allowed by Saul to go and fight Goliath. And because he was allowed, he gained victory. No matter David, he was now anointed to become the king. And Saul was supposed to remove his coat and give it unto him. Hallelujah. But David knew that with my, my elevation is upon this person allowing me once so no matter God has now disowned him to become the king but he is supposed to allow me but I check out Papa no matter God Yes, disowned Saul to become the king over Israel, and he anointed me to become king over Israel. But Saul is supposed to allow me to do things. Why? Because the prophet Samuel he did something, hallelujah, which he also did upon my life. He poured oil upon Saul and said, God has anointed you to become king, and you are the first king, hallelujah. Because from since we have come out of Egypt, we have been ruled by judges and whatsoever. You are the first king. So you are supposed to take this. I'm not supposed to rebel against you and do things on my own, no matter God has anointed me the way he has anointed you. You I'm supposed to be submissive properly. If you read the word of God, I'm about to finish now. Listen and listen me carefully. If you read the word of God perfectly. The word of God it says after David slew Goliath, people they started to sing a song, hallelujah. And that song it made Saul to become jealousy. Instead, 
he started to pursue David now. Wanted to kill David. And David knew that the king is about to kill me. But if you read further the story of David, at one point, the word of God it says, David, hallelujah, as he was running away from Saul, he entered into a cave. As he was inside the cave, he entered deep inside into the cave. And Saul is pursuing him, hallelujah. And so he also entered into the same cave. But he did not go deep, deep where David was. And when David and this man was about to go out, hallelujah. They saw, saw and he saw the sleeping. I believe the Holy Ghost, they give him a deep sleep that they will not do anything. And he wanted to see what kind of mentality David is. David knew that I'm anointed. I'm supposed to be the king. And the king wants to kill me. But here he is sleeping like I don't know them. I don't know what I can call it in English. He's sleeping like a sleeping that thing, hallelujah. But here he is what can I do? Yes, soldier, they said, you know this person want to kill you. And now we have got a chance. They are talking, but so he's not hearing. Why don't you just kill him where he is right now? And you know that the problems are gone. But David, he said unto them, don't you know that this person was also anointed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was anointed to become. No one can play with the anointing and go unpunished. So because by so doing, he cutted the garment of so, and the word of God it says, his heart was troubled by doing so. Which means even cutting, yeah, Jesus Christ, even cutting the garment of so, it troubled the heart of David and say, I've done something which is very, very wrong. And he goes and he said, okay, I have shown you I was there where you are, but to prove that I am not against you, king, I have cutted your garment and whatsoever. And he saw he repented, but he was just repenting, not a friend of God. He was just wanted to trick David, I know. Because his heart was down, was now changed. Hallelujah. It did not happen once. If you read perfectly, the word of God it says it also happened at a certain time again. And then as they were busy pursuing David, at a certain place again, David, you also see, saw and he saw they are sleeping. And by that time he said, no man, I cannot cut his garment again. No, that thing I did it first and my heart was troubled. Let me just take the empty, something which is not uh, close to him. Hallelujah. He took the water and the spear and then he just called and shouted while he was afar. Hey, I've seen you again. You are sleeping there, man. If I wanted to kill you, I was going to do But the word of God says the men who were walking with David, they even told him and said, why don't you just put this person into into a relationship with the ground through this thing. Just put them together with the spear, join them with the mud, with the ground, and they'll become one thing. We know that this person is no longer. Nobody's going to be against you. But David he understood the power of the anointing. That when God anoints somebody, even though it is on him, it's not your duty to go and do whatsoever that you want to put. The reason most
therefore, as we are failing in this life, it's because we have seen the nakedness of certain servants of God, certain anointed people of God, because they have failed and truly failed, and we started to talk, talk, talk about them, and we become blind. Because the day when God anointed that servant of God, you were not there. You were there when the time when he started to do things which were contrary to the will of God. But it's not your duty to go and talk whatsoever that you want against him. Why? Because I believe the spirit of talking and gossiping against the anointing, it is the spirit which is empowered by the rebellious spirit. A person who doesn't have a rebellious mindset, hallelujah, he cannot speak against any servant of God, no matter how naked he is. The word of God, it says at a certain time after the floods, hallelujah, the young son of Noah, hallelujah, he saw the nakedness of his father, hallelujah, even though Noah, what he did was wrong, Noah, he was not supposed to get drunk at a level whereby he will address himself and become naked. That was an error that I see that Noah did. But it was not, hallelujah, the duty of his son to go and start to talk about him the way he wanted. The word of God says, and when he was talking about the nakedness of his, their brothers, because they were not rebellious in mindset, they said, let us find something to cover. We are not supposed to see this. And they covered him. Because of that, somebody was put under a case only because his father did something wrong. Being drunk and failed to control himself and he saw it. But in his mind, he failed to do something. Just to say, but if what can I do? I've seen it, but God let me. And then you close it and then cover it and let it be his secret. I believe God was going to bless him. And he said, we have seen his father when he walks up. He was going to say, you have seen my neck and nobody knows about it. This is the two of us. What a good son I am. Blessed be thou you. Why? Because you are such a blessing. But he felt the reason why most of us we are becoming blind when situations come against us is because of our mouth. That was the message that God gave me. You know, Satan, some of us we are supposed to repent today. Why? Because we are speaking against certain individuals whom God has anointed and appointed. Why? Because maybe it's Facebook which is talking, I don't know. Or maybe it is your neighbor who is talking against our prophet, I don't know. But we are just supporting and talking and talking and talking and we are partaking with them and not even thinking that what we are doing is a spiritual impact in the realm of the spirit. God, he said unto David, the man after my own heart. Why? Because I believe the quality of humor which was in David, even though he was not 100% correct in his life, but God loved him because why? He respected the anointing. Hallelujah. 
own soul, but David was honoring his soul until the day he died. Even though so he was pursuing David, wanted to kill David, but he was also honoring. Even in that fleeing, he was honoring him. A man who just prophesied behind Goliath, speak his way and he operated. He put a certain characters that was behind him. I believe those characters when he was shepherding them, that what God saw and he said, a man after my own heart. A person who respects anointing. Maybe you did not know this, but this is the secret. One of the things that is making somebody to fail in this life is because of your mouth. You don't know how to keep quiet. Especially when it comes to people when they are talking about servants of God. You always have a word which supports the world. You always have the word. Somebody is doing this and this and this and that. But if I tell you, I saw him. That is character. I you know what did they? The time when I was listening and hearing this, I repented and said, God, you know, <laughs> Jesus Christ, help us. Thank you. You were not a day when God anointed And there is power in anointing that we do not even know, but David knew it. To say when a person is anointed is no longer your, he is no longer your servant or a servant of men, but what God anoint him, he become a servant unto God himself. So it's God who disowns and destroys, not you. David did not destroy the soul. And when God, if you read it at a certain time, he said, so he committed a suicide, hallelujah. And the young man who was with him, hallelujah, he thought maybe uh, now, because this man he was pursuing David and now everybody knows it. Let me just go with a message and tell David that <laughs> the soul that you wanted to do is dead. Why? I have killed him. David, he said, don't kill him. What have you done? Yeah. So is an anointed man of God. No matter what evil is trying to do to me, but you did not have those guts to kill a man of God. And he said, kill him on behalf of what he did. Some of your enemies, you don't know how many are there, hallelujah. And some of your enemies are servants of God. When they speak about their name, you totally despise them. You don't know. You just speak like anyhow. Do you know what is behind him? What is fighting against you? You have been fasting, you have been praying, you have been doing things, but your life is not moving on. This is the secret. Repent. And it changes the way you speak pertaining the same as of God. Whether you are seeing them on TV, whether you know he's your next door, whether it's Pastor Joe and Mama, or Mama Sika and Papa, it's not your duty. You were not there when God appointed and anointed them. The reason why you are failing in life or why the devil has blinded you and he's keep on condemning you in the realm of the spirit is because of this sin 
spirit that says, God, you are fasting, God deliver me, God deliver me, God deliver me, God deliver me. God is saying, I want to deliver you, but you have got a rebellious mindset. And I do not tolerate rebellious people. Anyone who speaks against the anointing, you have got a level of rebellion. Because even the devil, for him to be casted out of heaven, he started to exalt himself, despising God. Man, man, I just want to be like him, man. Just want to be like God. Yeah, just be like him. And then, as he, because he was now thinking of rebellion, God he says, you are no longer qualified. So anything which comes in your mind and it triggers you to fight against it and to know that the devil is now uh, in English, I don't know. But know that the devil is now coming against you. In Sutu Ajitimi, maybe Wabunyo Nyobela, Satani Wa Ea, Ela Know that the devil is coming against you. Hallelujah. God wants to give you victory. Amen. God wants you to dominate. Amen. God wants you to prophesy and walk upon your prophetic word. God wants you to gain victory. But deliver yourself from the power of your tongue which is speaking against those who can give you deliverance. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. For me, Martin Siziva, I believe that this segment has been a blessing to you. You are free to share this message and spread the kingdom of God. This episode has been brought to you, courtesy of Royal Kingdom Embassy. We are located in three centers in Paris, Free States, South Africa, as well as in two centers in Cape Town, Somerset West, as well as Guguletu. Join us every Sunday for worship. For inquiries, please call plus 277-2866-330. Alternatively, you can email prophet.martins1 at gmail.com. Be empowered to experience kingdom life.